Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Warning. Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. One of my guests tomorrow will be a young man I've told you about before. He's a Mexican-Canadian. He came to this country and he entered Canada following all the Canadian rules. He became a Canadian citizen following all the Canadian rules. He's immensely proud of being Canadian. Then he had an encounter with someone else from Mexico. And uh, in a restaurant in Montreal, he heard them speaking Spanish, and they're from the same area as Mexico as he was. And they sat down and they had dinner, he and his, my friend and his wife and, uh, and the other couple. And he said to them, what are you doing in Canada? And they said, well, we've claimed refugee status. Wait till you hear the rest of the story. Wait till you hear the rest of that story. Well, we're uh, headed toward the leadership vote for the Conservative Party of Canada. And then, of course, whoever leads the Conservative Party will lead them into the 2019 federal election, challenging Justin Trudeau and the Liberal government and whoever the NDP selects as their leader. Now, we've talked to a number of the aspirants for the leadership of the Conservative Party. Last weekend, Kevin O'Leary was our guest, been on the show a number of times. But we have the opportunity to talk today to, uh, if there are two frontrunners, one is Maxime Bernier and the other is Kevin O'Leary. And Maxime Bernier joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Mr. Bernier, thank you for taking the time. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Let me uh, start right away. Let's not make a connection to what I just mentioned about my friend who will be on the show with us tomorrow. We have the issue at our borders, at the Canadian border, U.S.-Canada border, where we have people, migrants, crossing into Canada from the United States. We have a safe third country agreement with the United States. But nevertheless, people are coming in, and it doesn't seem as though the federal government of Mr. Trudeau has any idea of what to do. If you were prime minister of this country today, what would you be doing about the issue at the border? Yes, first, uh, it is a shame that uh, Prime Minister Trudeau doesn't want to do anything about that. Uh, it is uh, not good for the integrity of our borders and the integrity of our immigration system. So what I will do, I will, first of all, uh, sit with President Trump and fix that loophole in the uh, safe third country agreement, as you just said. Uh, people are able to cross the country in a non-official point of uh, entry in Canada. And when they're doing that, they are not going back to, their, uh, to the U.S. or to their uh, safe third country. So we must fix that. Uh, and uh, what I will do right now, I will give more resources to the RCMP to be sure that uh, they are patrolling our border. Would you be uh, inclined to want to turn people back, to send them back to the United States, or are we tied into by the charter, are we tied into them having an IRB hearing once they get into Canada? No, we can't do that. You know, we, we have the possibility to do it, but uh, if we want to do it, there's uh, two solutions. 
So to have uh, an official point of entry where they are entering right now, and it is not an official point of entry, so like that, we will respect the agreement, and they will go back in Canada. So we can have two official point of entry where they are entering in Canada right now. So that will solve the problem in a short term. And after that, uh, uh, being sure to have that discussion to fix that loophole and saying in that agreement that if you cross the country anywhere in Canada and you're coming from a U.S. On a, or a third soft con- safe country, you're not a refugee and you have to go back to your country. Yeah, that absolutely <clears throat> makes sense. President Trump has turned his attention on Canada and our trade arrangements with the United States, which was entirely predictable. Uh, He sees, he says, inequity in our dairy products, our steel, energy, and lumber, softwood lumber, and he wants to get to the negotiating table with Canada very, very quickly, he said. The president argues that Wisconsin farmers are out of work because of the Canadian dairy supply management system. You're not a supporter of the supply management system, and you've said you would change it because it operates like a cartel. You're the only leadership candidate for the Conservative Party who's taken that approach. Tell us why. Absolutely. And I'm proud to be the only one uh, candidate and the only one also member of parliament in Ottawa who is speaking for uh, the Canadian consumers. And I'm proud of that. And I will do that because we need the Canadian need to pay half the price for these products. We are taking about milk, uh, dairy and eggs, eggs products. So what I will do, I was uh, when President Trump said last week that, uh, you know, we, uh, it is not fair because the dairy producer in Wisconsin, they cannot uh, export and sell their milk in Canada. I think he is right about that. It is not fair for also the dairy producers in Canada because they cannot sell their milk in the U.S. So let's abolish that system. And the most important, it is not fair for the Canadian consumers because they, for each family in Canada, they are paying $500 every year to keep that system. So that's why I want to abolish that. But at the same time, I'm saying to the President Trump, you know, you want to have uh, free trade and fair free trade with Canada. It is not fair what you want to do for our softwood lumber producers because you want to impose a 25% tariff on softwood lumber coming from Canada going to the U.S. It is not fair for the Americans in the U.S. who want to build a house they will have to pay $1,000 more for a new house in the U.S. So let's have discussion that would be fair for everybody and having discussion with more free trade, not more protectionism. Would you have concern about uh, negotiating with Donald Trump? It seems like the Trudeau government, I'm just looking at this issue of the, of the uh, supply management system, uh, it, it seems like they're, they're, they're trying to keep as low a profile as possible and when it comes to the current American administration. Would you do the same thing, or would you be quite comfortable going face-to-face with Donald Trump? No, they have, they have the wrong approach. It is what we must... You know, the Trump administration and President Trump, he wants us to open our border for the milk coming from president. No, we won't do that. We'll keep that dark. And Canadians will continue to pay high surprise for this product. The question is now with uh, more protection and no more free trade. If we're saying no to the the president will tell us, okay, your software lumber and other products won't be able Yeah, Mr. Bernie, hold on, please. We well, we just lost him. He'll call us back. That's the uh, the 
advancement that's been made with uh, mobile phones, with technology. You'd think by 2017, they'd have the damn system working so you could actually have a conversation with somebody without hearing, and then having the thing go dead on you. Every time we get cut off, we should get a discount on our bills. I'm sure we'll hear back from uh, Maxime Bernier. I want to talk to him some more about the softwood lumber issue and uh, whether or not Mr. Bernier hears the voices of discontent across this country, hardworking, decent people who are not happy with the status quo. And uh, I'm going to talk to him about a, n- a, number, uh, a number of issues. So we'll get him back. All right, let me take a quick break, and then we'll talk to Maxime Bernier some, some more. Uh, running for the leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada, one of the uh, odds-on favorites. Uh, folks are saying it's either going to be Maxime Bernier or Kevin O'Leary, but there's also talk about maybe Andrew Scheer or um, um, uh, Mr. O'Toole coming up uh, the middle if it goes to a third or fourth ballot. But uh, no question, Maxime Bernier is one of the favorites. So we'll talk more with the former federal minister from Quebec right after this. Think you can swim with the sharks? Talk with Mr. Great White himself, Roy Green. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I'm on Twitter at The Roy Green Show, at The Roy Green Show. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. And uh, listen back to anything that we air at your favorite chorus radio stations, Audio Vault. You can uh, go and listen back to our interview with Maxime Bernier, who is one of the front runners for the Conservative Party leadership. Um, I always liked you, Mr. Bernier, when you were a, a minister in uh, Mr. Harper's government. I always felt like you spoke your mind. I felt like you had conservative values. Tell me why it is. I'm going to come back to the question I asked a minute ago. But tell me why it is that why should people vote for you? Why should conservatives choose you to be their leader and not Kevin O'Leary and not any of the other candidates? Why you? But first of all, because I won't do any compromise with our conservative principles, the free market principles. That's why we, will, we need to have a smaller government in Ottawa, a government that will give more freedom to Canadians, and with that we'll have more prosperity. But also to be able to beat Justin Trudeau in 2019, we need to have a bold conservative program, and that's what I'm offering to our members and to Canadians. But also we need to win seats in Quebec if we want to be able to be back in government. And I can, I can because, you know, I'm able to speak to Quebecers and to all Canadians, and if, uh, if uh, uh, Brian Maroney was able to have 58 seats in Quebec in 1984, I think I can bring 40 seats in Quebec. And that will be easier for us after that to be back in government because I can speak to Quebecers and I'm saying the same thing in English and in French. And people appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I, you already brought seats to the Conservative uh, Party and the Conservative government in the past in the province of Quebec. If Let's come back to Donald Trump. If you're the prime minister of this country, and, and, and we're speculating now, but that's all that we can do. You're the prime minister of Canada. Donald Trump brings up the issue of dairy. You've already told us that you would do away with the supply management system. But he also talks about Canadian softwood lumber being a, an unfair advantage. It's being dumped on the United States, he says. He's not happy about energy exports. Uh, and, and he's talking about a tariff on steel. So you sit down with Donald Trump. You've got those items on the table. 
What are you saying to him? Where, where, do, where are you willing to compromise? What are you not willing to compromise? So what I will do, first of all, to be able to have an agreement with him, like I said, we will abolish the cartel of supply management in dairy, poultry, and eggs products for Canadian consumers, but also for the American producers. They will be able to export these products. That's important because President Trump is asking for that. After that, I will tell him, you know, I don't want you to impose any tariff on, 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 uh, on softwood lumber and other products because if you're doing that, we must have a fair agreement that is fair for both, both countries. And that's not fair to impose tariffs. That's not fair that here in Canada we are, we are closing our border for your products in the U.S. So I'll have that fair discussion with him, that strong discussion with him. That's the only way to be sure that we'll have more freedom and, and that would to be sure to have an agreement that will be in our interest and in the interest also of the American. Carbon tax. Mr. Trudeau has declared that Canada will have a national carbon tax. He's giving the provinces the option to choose their own way, but if the provinces don't do it, then he's going to impose it. You know that he had quite an engagement with uh, Mr. Brad Wall, the Premier of Saskatchewan, who was a guest on this program, and the Premier told us that the day after the Prime Minister got up in Parliament and said that there would be a national carbon tax, at the same time his uh, his natural or his environment minister was meeting with provincial environment ministers and surprised her. He got up and he said there's going to be a national carbon tax. The very next day, Premier Wall asked Prime Minister Trudeau, have you done an economic impact study of a carbon tax? And Trudeau said, no, we haven't. So a fundamental change to Canadian taxation, no, uh, no economic impact test done. What about a carbon tax in a Maxime Bernier administration? We won't have any carbon tax. I don't believe in taxes. I don't believe in a carbon tax. It would be bad for the economy, and it would hurt the economy. We won't be competitive because, as you know, in the U.S., they don't impose carbon tax over there. And our economy must be competitive with the U.S. economy because our entrepreneurs here are exporting 75% of their products in the U.S. So no carbon tax under Maxime Bernier. And if we have one, I will repeal that as soon as possible. Justin Trudeau delivered at least the promise of $2.6 billion to the United Nations. He said Canada is back, delivered $2.6 billion, or the promise of $2.6 billion, to the United Nations Climate Pact. What do you do? Uh, first of all, you know, in the $2.6 billion, he wants to give $2.3 billion to African countries to fight climate change. I won't do that. I will take that money to help our people here in Canada. So, I don't believe in foreign aid. I believe in foreign humanitarian aid. You know, I've never seen a country be becoming richer because of foreign aid. If you, if you want, the country can improve their economy by adopting the free market, by adopting the rule of law, by, uh, by also adopting the uh, property rights. So that must, they, must, they must do that. It is not our role to develop road in, in Africa to, uh, to send our money in Africa to fight climate change. So what I will do, I will use that money to help our people here in Canada. Justin Trudeau told the New York Times that Canada has no common denominator, that there's no real Canadian identity, and that Canada is the world's first post-nation state. What do you say to him? I say he's absolutely wrong about that. <laughs> you know, there are Canadian values, and the fundamental Canadian values are the rule of law, the equality between men and women, 
freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. That's why people are coming to our country. And so we must, we must be proud of that. So, yes, we are Canadians, and we must be proud. And I know that Canadians are proud of that. I don't agree with Justin Trudeau that there's no Canadian values here in this country. You've said Canadian values three times, and I believe in Canadian values. I believe that that really is what sustains us in this country. Now, Australia is introducing an Australian values test for all its citizenship applicants. Uh, It's been suggested that Canada do the same thing. One of your opponents, Dr. Kelly Leach, has said Canadian values test for anybody moving to Canada or even visiting Canada. Would you support a Canadian values test for citizenship applicants? No, I won't, because we don't need to have that. We have a way to select our immigrants. And, you know, we have a point system in Canada, and that's working very well. We don't have the same challenges that they're having in Europe because of that. This country has been built by Canadians, by immigrants, and we must be proud of that. And we have that system for the last 40 years, and it's working. So if you speak French, you have a little point. If you speak English, you have more points. We have a system that is working. What I want to do, I want people who want to come to Canada, they must be motivated to succeed, not motivated to receive. And that's the way that our immigration system is working right now. And I want to give maybe more resources to our uh, securities agency to be sure to do a full background checks on new immigrants. And I want to give more resources to the Department of Immigration. If they need to do, to do more face-to-face interview, they must be able to do that. But I don't want to do like Kelly Leach. Every person that wants to come to Canada as a visitor or as an immigrant, she's saying that these people must have a face-to-face interview. That would, that would be costly, and we don't need that. But I want that the uh, official immigration official agent on the ground, I want him to be able to do a face-to-face interview with a new Canadian if he needs to do, to do that. Okay. I have 30 seconds, Mr. Bernier. Are you, are you watching what's going on? Clearly, you're watching what's going on in Europe. Would you be prepared if France and Germany elect new and nationalist governments, and the UK, of course, is voting in a few weeks as well, do you, what is the question? If, they, if, 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 for example, Marine Le Pen were to win in France, would you, yes. be, would you be prepared for that? Well, you know, it's the decision of the people in this country. I want it to fear. But oh. yes, as, as, the, as the prime minister of this country, I would work with the, 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 the new president of France elected. Okay. And that, that, that's my role. Okay. So that's the decision, and I don't, I don't want to interfere in inter- internal affairs in other countries. All right, Monsieur Bernier. We're, we're, out of, we're out of time, but I thank you so much for spending the time with us. Thank you. I appreciate that. Have a nice uh, afternoon. Thank, thank you, you, you too. Maxime Bernier, 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Did you like what you heard from Maxime Bernier, 1-800-263-2428.